Welcome back to another episode of Ask Ted on the Legendary Life podcast. And this is Ask Ted number 62, three ways to fit exercise in your busy schedule. But I'm also going to answer a few questions that people asked me uh, when uh, I posted a picture of myself and people were asking me what I've been doing. And so I'm going to answer a couple of questions, but I really want to focus on this three ways to fit exercise into your busy schedule. But before we get to that, and of course, the review of the week, I want to talk about uh, just give you an update about what's going on. So I signed up for my level three improv class. That's how dedicated dedicated I am to, uh, you know, to being more listenable. I don't know if that's a word. Maybe I just made it up, but I want to make sure I'm communicating in the right way, in a way that engages people. And uh, if you're looking to do that as well, which you should, you should definitely take an improv class. Does the thought of doing improv, taking a class and maybe doing a performance scare you? Then you need to do that. By the way, I will get my improv teacher on and I'll be interviewing him so you'll get to hear more about it. Because like I've said in the past, communication is the number one skill you can have to get where you want to go in your life, whether that's asking a woman to marry you, asking a, a woman out on a date, uh, nailing a job interview, getting clients to sign up with you, whatever it is, getting you to listen to my podcast. What if I had great content, but I was on here and, uh, uh, hello everybody. Um, uh, so today where, I mean, how long could you listen to someone talk like that? And unfortunately, a lot of people sound that bad, right? And if you're someone who's like that, cause I used to be, there's no hate, no judgment, whatever. I used to be like that, but do something about it. And it took me forever. And like I said, in the past, there was a time where I'd rather get in the cage and fight MMA than to get up and do a talk. And I mean that, that's not just hyperbole, that is the truth. Now, I don't feel that way at all. In fact, I can't wait to get on a stage. I'll be, uh, wow, I have almost forgot to mention this. I'll be at StyleCon 2016 giving a talk on uh, sleep deprivation and how to hack a good night's sleep because it's something I'm really into right now. So uh, check out StyleCon. And uh, that'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. Really cool uh, group of people and, and uh, great information on style and health and other things. So check that out. I'm not, that was just like a random plug, but I'll, I'll be plugging it more as we get closer to that time. That'll be in March in Atlanta. I believe March, it's like the middle of March. Anyway, I'll get back to you with the dates. Uh, so level three improv, I'm going to give you an update. And uh, one thing about improv before I get on uh, to the today's show, today's topic, is one thing, one, one caveat I want to mention is that some of these people who do improv and some of them who get to a high level, they can get up and do a performance, but then afterward, this is what happens after a student performance, at least where I do my improv classes. So we do the performance, then afterward, we all get up on stage and we talk about why we're taking improv, why we're here, 
And the audience gets to ask questions to us, the students, which, by the way, is a phenomenal way to market your improv classes. You get to see the students perform. Then you get to ask them, why are you doing this? Are, are you, do you want to be an actor? Do you, is there some other reason? What is it? Are you just wanting to, a hobby? So, uh, so anyway, some of the people who are really good at improv clammed up tight when they had to actually speak to the group. So they were fine performing, but they were playing a character. But when it came time to being themselves, that's when they started to struggle. And they were as nervous and anxious and not great to listen to as, as a person who, uh, is, as your average uh, unskilled communicator, right? So that is, that's something to keep in mind. And that's something that Joe pointed out to me. Out to me. Uh, so something to keep in mind, uh, you really have to be well-rounded and uh, you don't want to become that person who's always putting on a show. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Hey, what's the show? And then you talk to me in person and it's like, oh, hi. Yeah, I'm Ted. Uh, yeah. You know, that incongruence is what that is. You want to avoid that in your life. And I'll tell you, there are people who you listen to, who you love right now. And if you met them in person, you'd be really disappointed because of that lack of congruence. And if you've ever talked to me, and this is something I, I consciously work on, if you've ever talked to me on the phone, or if you've signed up uh, to do coaching with me, as a, a few of you have, you know, I'm the same now as, uh, you know, talking to me on the phone. I mean, maybe, maybe now I've got to like, all right, I'm talking to a microphone. Okay. Let's keep up the energy. Cause I'm actually in like a kind of dark room with nobody around, but I want to, you know, I want it to sound natural. But if you talk to me on the phone, I'm the same person. And that's what you want to, uh, that's, or talk to me in person. I'm the same guy. That's what you want to shoot for being congruent. And so don't put on an act, make it part of yourself, become integrated. Wow. All right. That was a lot longer than I wanted to go on for the intro. So uh, three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Let's do the review of the week. And this comes to us from Vidal C. Live a legendary life. Hey, Ted, I heard your incredible story on the Art of Charm. It was blown away. You are the real deal, my friend. Also a friend of Kamanzi, I appreciated his podcast episode where you interviewed him and other inspiring entrepreneurs. Also love how you share personal development tips and have a plethora of great hacks anyone can use from your podcast episodes. Keep bringing, keep being inspiring, keep being inspiring us, brother. Keep inspiring us, brother, is what he meant. Uh, sorry, sorry for that, but it was, you know, grammar. Uh, abundant blessings in all you do, Vidal Cisneros Jr. Vidal, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I, I connected with Vidal over Facebook, I believe. And we had a few back and forths and he was nice enough to leave this review after listening to my Art of Charm and, and a couple of the episodes. So Vidal, thank you, man. If you're listening, I really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, looking forward to connecting you with you, stay, staying connected with you. So let's get to today's tips. Three ways to fit exercise into your busy schedule. And I used to be the guy 
who spent a lot of time at the gym, a lot of time doing exercise. It just took up a big part of my life. And guess what? I got great results. I got great results. Why? Because you get good at whatever you put a lot of time and energy to. The problem comes when you have a job and you're like, wow, I really want to grow my career, evolve my career, evolve my business. Oh, now I have kids. I have a family. I have a wife. I've got uh, a kid or two kids, you know, or three, whatever. I have also hobbies that I want to do. Maybe, you know, whatever, whatever it is, right? Like the improv that I'm, that I'm trying to push you guys to do. But then the question becomes, how do I fit exercise into that? Okay. And I want to tell you, here's how you do it. Number one, work out at home. I can't tell you how much time this will save you. 30 minutes driving to the gym, an hour workout or longer, and then 30 minutes back, then you got a shower, etc. That's over two hours of your day just to hit one workout. And uh, that's just unacceptable for me right now. I don't know about you. So work out at home. Second is work out in the morning. Here's what I do. I make sure I go to bed. Number one, I make sure I go to bed at a reasonable time. And uh, if you can't get this part in, this is going to fail you. And also you're going to, your health isn't going to be good anyway because of the sleep deprivation issue, which I'm going to talk a lot more about. In fact, you know, like I said, I'll be doing a talk on that. So get to bed early, wake up in the morning, up, down two glasses of water. I like to drink coffee as my pre-workout and then I get to it. I start warming up slowly and get to it. So I'm working out at home. I'm working out in the morning before my day goes, starts uh, uh, getting hectic. And then three, which this is a question that some of you have definitely been thinking about is use a progressive body weight strength training routine because it's easy to warm up with body weight strength training. It's easy to progress to, with body weight strength training. I can't tell you, I'm getting such great results just using my body weight and combining it with these mobility exercises. I'm gonna be getting into that on the webinar that I'll be doing soon. I already mentioned the webinar. So those are your three tips. Work out at home. That'll save you a ton of time. Work out in the morning because uh, although you may not always be able to get the morning workout, maybe you're out late the night before and you know you end up hitting it during midday, whatever. Uh, most of the time, if you wake, wake up and do this in the morning, you're going to have an awesome day. It's, uh, uh, you know, I've done my, uh, workout today in the morning at 6am and I'll tell you what, it charges me up and gets me ready for the rest of my day. So three, follow a body weight strength training routine. It can be too hard to warm up with, uh, with weights. Let's say you're going to deadlift 400 pounds, uh, you know, you, it takes forever to warm up, right? You have to slowly work up to it. But these body weight routines, it's it's a little easier to warm up. Uh, I've, I put mobility exercises in with them. And if you're doing coaching with me right now, fitness coaching with me right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I've got some guys getting great results with my fitness coaching, my online fitness coaching. And uh, I've got, and I do this with my personal training clients too. I try to talk them all into doing 
uh, mostly body weight strength training, gymnastics inspired, right? And, and in case you were wondering, like, well, you can only get so far doing crunches, squats, uh, body weight squats, lunges, push-ups, you know, pull-ups. So where, where do you go with that? And the answer is pretty far. Uh, you know, you can, you can really take it to an amazing level. So there you go. There are your three tips. I would love to hear you, how you implement them or if you're already implementing them. I know Lynn uh, already implements uh, the working out early and uh, he likes to go to a gym. I, I recommend that you master your body weight. I'm, and I thought I had done this already, but it, come to find out that I'm pretty weak. I suck at some of this gymnastic stuff. I, I'm, I deadlifted 350 pounds or 345, right? Whatever. Uh, and it was easy for me, man. <laughs> like I could have done a lot more. I could have done cl probably close, close to 400, if not 400 pounds and could have worked up from there. But my body was feeling beat up and uh, I wasn't that. Then I tried some of the, the gymnastics exercises. I couldn't even do them. And that bothered me because I can do a squat. I can do a bench press. I can do a deadlift. I can do a power clean. Of course, it's just how much weight can you, you, you do with those. But I can't do a muscle up. I can't do uh, an iron cross. I can't do some of this other stuff. In fact, I'm nowhere near it. And uh, so that's what I'm working on right now. And I've made a lot of progress. And like I said, more importantly, I have clients, online coaching clients, as well as uh, my personal training clients here in Miami Beach, these CEOs, uh, I got them all doing similar stuff, although it's personalized for them. And I'll tell you what, everybody is getting great results and they feel awesome. Because when I was, uh, a lot of people, they look great, but they don't feel great because their their joints are beat up from... Uh, you know, the soreness, uh, all the heavy lifting, which I've got nothing against, but again, uh, just body, there's so much exploration, so much progress you can make with just working with your body weight. So I was going to answer a couple questions that I got. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe just answer, I'll, I'll try to answer them as quickly as possible. So, uh, so one is, uh, I, I posted a picture of me on, on Facebook and people were asking me questions and I said, I'm stable at 200 pounds, but I look more muscular and defined all from a progressive body weight strength training routine. It may not be optimal for, and that's optimal for building muscle in the shortest amount of time, building strength in the shortest amount of time. But I work out at home six days a week for 30 minutes, no equipment needed. I don't work out until failure. I'm happy with how I look and I feel great. And uh, like I mentioned before, I'm really into the feeling great thing these days. So someone asked me, you look good. This is Paul. Uh, Paul asked me, you look good, but what's the point in not working out until failure? And uh, what I answered was, it's a great question, by the way. It's a great question, unless you've been doing this for 17 years and you're outside of your 20s. Then you're, you, you kind of get it. Because uh, who wants to be sore for eight days or five, okay, eight days, not really, but three to five days and uh, not be able to work out again just because you're super duper sore. So I say, great question, a few reasons. Number one, it's not conducive to my goal. 
I'm working my way to gymnastics exercises like handstands. Technique is more important than pushing into fatigue. So I don't work until I can't, until my technique gets crappy. Okay, because that's usually what uh, working to failure entails. And, you know, we don't need to get complicated and talk about concentric failure or eccentric failure. I simply don't work. I simply stop before I feel my technique is going to degrade. So number two, it's harder to recover from pushing into muscular failure. I want to train more frequently and my stress levels are high. Don't believe everything. Uh, I sound so excited when I get on here, but trust me, I got a lot going on in my life to make this transition into doing this, this media thing, if for lack of a better term, full time. So working a failure would make it harder for me to recover, which I don't want. Right? I want to work out six days a week because I stay mentally sharp when I do that. And I feel great. I'm looking great. And uh, number three, you don't need to do it for any goal. Just like uh, Charles mentioned, you just don't need uh, to, to work out until failure, no matter what your goal is. And, uh, it's, and a lot of people think, well, you know, if I, if I work out until failure... Because a little bit of exercise is good. A lot of exercise must be great. And the answer there is it's not that it's good or bad or better. It's simply a stronger stimulus. And that's kind of like saying, uh, you know, I want to tan. So I'm going to go outside in the sun for eight hours. Right. And that's not that doesn't work. Right. And, and it's very similar. And I got this analogy from my, one of my mentors, Tom Purvis, he said, getting in shape is like getting a tan. You go outside, get some sun, and then you get out of the sun before you get burned. And then your skin recovers from the sun exposure because the sun is, is stressed your skin, right? That's why, that's why you get burned. If you stay out there too long, then you recover from that. And you have this beautiful tan. I mean, how, how nice do tans look on uh, the, the pasty white people uh, like myself? Uh, they look great. And so, so a lot of people, what they do is they go out, they get sunburned, right? What happens when you get sunburned? You turn red. You look like an idiot. Uh, you look like the guy who forgot the suntan lotion. And then you start to peel and you start all over again. And that's what usually happens with people in exercise. They, uh, they, they work out so hard that they're sore for five days. They missed workouts when they could have made faster progress. So you don't need to do that. Okay. You don't need to do that. And I highly recommend that you don't bother doing that. If you're in, uh, you know, if you're like me, you're a busy guy, you got, you, it's not that your life is, it's terrible. It's just, you got some stresses going on and you know, you have to respect them. And, uh, someone else asked me, by the way, this is really quick. So I know we're at about 20 minutes right now, but Ted, you look great. No weights. Amazing. What do you do for lower body? How strict is your diet supplements? Question mark. Nice work. And, uh, what do I do for lower body? I do, uh, body weight squats. I do some other things, uh, a little hard to talk about on here, but my legs get a lot of work. If you look at my legs, I don't have chicken leg syndrome. 
Okay. Part of that is from what I've done before, but I, I continue to work my legs and, uh, they're, they're again, they're worked in these body weight exercises and, uh, and they're worked, uh, from doing squats as well. But, uh, how strict is my diet? Not as strict as probably it should be. I just, uh, I got a, I took a picture of this little box of gelato that Giselle and I ate, which really means she had a few bites and I ate most of it. And yeah, a box of gelato with like three different flavors, not like a half gallon, but, uh, you know, it was a lot. So I, I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty good most of the time. Like I preach the 90, 10 rule or the 80, 20 rule or the 85, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting confused. 85, 15 rule, whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not as strict as you might think. And uh, I don't focus on the strictness of my diet. I focus on the results I'm getting. I look at, I weigh myself on the scale. I look at myself in the mirror. Uh, you know, I see if, if am I making progress. I look at my workouts that I, that I track and am I getting stronger or not? And then as far as supplements, I'm not taking creatine, beta alanine, uh, I'm not even taking a protein powder right now. I'm not taking any performance enhancing supplement, you would call it. Uh, what I am taking is probiotics, uh, some digestive enzymes. I'm taking a magnesium supplement for recovery. And I'm taking, um, what else? Uh, yeah, just a few things like that. Fish oil. That's what I'm taking. I'm not taking anything else. Okay. Cause you don't need it. In fact, I, if, if you're like me, if you're under a lot of stress and, uh, you're, uh, you, you know, maybe not sleeping best, then you want to dial in your recovery and you're going to get better results just from focusing on your recovery. It's very counterintuitive and everybody wants to take a pill or they want to like, well, give me a harder workout routine. Cause I want better results when you should be focusing on recovery. So anyway, I'm going to have that webinar is coming up again. If you want to hear about it or go to legendary light podcast, sign up for the list. Uh, we got a lot of great things that we send you anyway that I don't share on the podcast. Uh, and also, uh, if you're already signed up, then you'll, you'll be hearing about it or may have already heard about it. So that's all I got to share with you right now. I want to wrap this up. I, I don't want to make this, uh, too long and drawn out, but I am here and we've got big plans for the future and I'll let you know about the near future, not like five years from now, man, in five years, everything's going to be amazing. No, not, not, <laughs> I'm talking about the near future. So, uh, yeah, stay, stay engaged, stay, uh, with it, go to the website and sign up. If you're interested in this webinar, it's going to be killer. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to sell a couple things, but you don't have to buy anything. Just be on there for the free information. And it's going to be more in depth than what I've shared on the podcast. Uh, not that my guest has have shared, but me personally, uh, because I don't think you want to listen to like a hour and a half long thing, right? <laughs> I try to avoid that. So I don't think you'll listen to it. Uh, again, you want to connect with me on Facebook, go look me up there. I, I have a lot of good connections, make a lot of good connections on Facebook. I still have, uh, you know, 2,500 uh, friends or, or 2,700 friends that, that I can still add. Uh, but new, new people are adding me every day. So um, if you want to connect with me there so we can be in touch, go for it. I'm going to wrap it up now. Have an awesome rest of your week and I'll speak to you soon.